0: Yeah! Swole Patrol Podcast. We have our first female guest and she's awesome. It's not because of me too or if the time's up. It's because she kicks ass and she knows a lot. She is Natalie Jill at nataliejillfitness.com at nataliejillfit on Instagram and Twitter.
2: I think that's not on here, but we'll go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. See that was PC. Th- that too. was PC and well done. Didn't mention my dick once. <laughs> oh God! There we go. Yeah, uh, Natalie, welcome. Thank you. So,
0: Natalie Jill, Natalie Jill at uh, Natalie Jill Fit on Instagram, and then of course the YouTube channel, which is wildly popular, Natalie Jill Fitness. Honestly, a real pleasure to have you here.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, I did mention uh, jokingly that it's our first female guest. Uh, not you know, it's I was just kind of going off of the cuff there, but. Uh, in reality, there is a very unique set of rules that women have to follow. In compar- uh, fitness is a lot harder for females, and I, I don't think enough people – Harder or different? Harder. <laughs> you, well, you I, are natu- I, Your metabolism moves slower. You have lower testosterone. Your body fat levels are higher. You have higher levels of cravings. Your menstrual cycle makes a big difference. All of these we, things we've, factor we've in.
2: we had this conversation a little bit about aging too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, later. I'd like to get into
0: that too, but yeah. as, as far as just the female element, um, what are some major tenets that you'd like to get out there for ladies out there who really want to get into
1: Yeah, control? well, also you mentioned aging, but females and aging, you couple sure. it together. I'm 46 as I talk to you. Um, it, there's definitely a lot of things that fall into play with hormones and shifts and, and all of that, but it, it really is, there's a big component that females... Uh, get to deal with and that's the mindset piece too because we're told females are told it's harder and just like you started it so they start believing it and we create this self-imposed stop that it's harder so we don't even try does
0: that does that for is it make people more prone to just give up or does it make them prone to push a little it
1: gives them an excuse to validate right that's that's the issue that i see
0: and that's your big that's your big go-to is excuses or solutions
2: right
1: yeah you decide by the way
2: you guys didn't bring in child rear and child Pregnancy and, and immediately after. Oh, pregnancy. you're saying that has an effect on your body? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah,
0: you're a mother, right? I am a mother, and and I mean, how how difficult was that to to get over? trying to deal with having a completely different body and probably not for the better. Yeah.
1: I mean, your body does not go back to how it was pre-child for sure. And it does create other variables, but it also goes back to those self-imposed stops and excuses or solutions. Because if you decide it's going to be difficult or that it's not possible and you start validating why it's not possible, it's not possible. So there is a huge mindset piece.
0: What are your um, feelings? I've always said that Guy, it, It's very easy to get guys to train. It's impossible to get them to diet. It's very easy to get girls to diet. It's impossible to get them to train. Um, do you feel like it's really it, – Or is like that so true? M- so many women are reluctant to lift weights. And-
1: yes and no. Yeah, yeah. Yes to that. Uh, what I – because I do specialize in fat loss and women that have a lot to lose, um, the breakthrough for them is that they don't have to go to a gym. They don't have to lift heavy weights. You can do it at home. You can move your own body. Uh, there's lots of definitions of fitness. And if we get overwhelmed with, I have to go to gym, I have to have a trainer, I have to do all these heavy weights, I have to be like a guy, then we don't even start. Yeah. But when you find those other solutions, like just moving your own body weight, which is exactly what I did after having my daughter, you know, you can really do a lot of changes to your body from that.
0: What would be the ideal breakdown in your eyes for a woman? She's really struggling. She's looking in the mirror after having a child. She's in her 40s. Mm-hmm. It seems like the deck is stacked against her. What was it, you know, kind of the breakthrough for you that got you to get to this point? Yeah,
1: and it goes back to mindset too. And it's it's not about just doing so much. It's about being another way. And what happens is you feel so down on yourself and depressed when you get to that spot that you don't even remember what it feels like to feel good about yourself and to feel fit. So that's when I start suggesting creating a vision board, um, creating something that's going to evoke a feeling. So vision board is what I always go to with with clients and what I do with myself because if you can start tearing out pictures from a magazine of what you want to feel like, what you want to look like, you can start looking at that and invoking a feeling. So rather than feeling yuck in your own skin and depressed, you're looking at something that makes you happy, makes you feel that way. And what I did is I would stare at my vision board and think, if I was living in that board, how would I be acting today? What would I be doing? How would I be showing up every day? It's interesting
2: how different uh, – as a male, I can almost not even relate to what she's talking about. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. I mean the idea I – mean, that's not why we work out. We uh, The idea of evoking not just an image of what you want but a feeling that you want, well, that, that's something that I don't think men can really relate to. Either. I,
0: I, I think you're right, Drew, if, if I'm just speaking for myself and I but, know that but, uh, you but feel I'm, the same way. But I'm just
2: saying it's why it's so important that women have to – be the source for information on how to motivate – Not we miss some of the stuff as a male brain. Absolutely. Brain. Absolutely. So. That is very important. And, and look, that's why
0: I geared these questions to the idea that there are women listening. and yeah. And the broad fitness kind of advice, although helpful, doesn't address the very sincere differences –
2: yeah, I to never being a thought woman. of abortion. Not, like not only in and, fitness, but
0: just being a woman. And, if, yeah. and yeah. as a
2: male, if, if we were advised to abort that, they'd be specifically, you know, what yeah. we'd, we'd have body parts. We'd have a certain arm. I want my arm to look yeah. like that. And that's all, we wouldn't even think about how we felt about it afterwards. Have
1: you seen that meme? I, there's a meme that's gone around where you look, the men, it shows a picture of a man looking in the mirror and they see this buff six pack, yeah. even though he's got a big beer belly. And then you, you look at the female and they look great, but they're looking and seeing this overweight, out of shape yeah, like, woman. Yep. So it's just, it's a perspective there where men. You do are dealing with feelings, but you're feeling you already are there. Well, you're just you, trying to you, get it back.
2: You've said also you've mentioned mindset a number of times, and and again I'm not I'm, I'm really trying to zero in on it for women because men we just we it is different. You sort of were talking about doing an inventory, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what your role is in getting where you were and where you need to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We don't do that. <laughs> men, don't, yeah. right? We never do an internal inventory. Ever run an inventory? No. Of what you're, right?
0: No. And the, the thing is, that when I think mindset, especially as it relates to fitness, I think of like. Rocky or something like, I <laughs> right. better get the eye of the right. tiger. Or, somebody,
2: or somebody's going, don't you go, to go, to yeah. go. To go. It's like, okay, got it, I'm going. You want to be in fat <laughs> forever? <laughs> right.
0: And I'm just like, you know, in Siberia <laughs> right. with a log on my back. Well, um, because
1: you men go into the gym and they say, okay, I'm ready to get back in shape. I'm going to go knock out 30 pull-ups like I did in high school, and sure. you go and you do two, and you are embarrassed it's get, like okay, injured. whatever. I mean, it's just get, a bad we, day. It's a get, bad day. we
2: get injured. So we get,
1: women say, "I'm not even going to try it because women can't do pull-ups." Or if I do, I'm going to get too big of muscles. Right. They don't. The, it's like they don't even the go for it. Too big of
2: muscle <laughs> thing. That's the, that's the one we always hear. Yeah, and like, I'm going to get too buff, too big. Like what? Well, yeah, I
0: mean, I, I certainly in my days as a personal trainer, that was one I used to love because girls would say, "I don't want to do this because I don't want to get bulky." I say, "Okay, so." What people try for years, decades of overeating purposely, <laughs> just stuffing their face and putting anabolics into their ass for decades. <laughs> the, what they hope to achieve, you think you're going to accidentally stumble <laughs> into by doing a it couple a of few, deadlifts in a few weeks? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, I mean, I noticed that. At least I recognize that you're saying that people don't have to go to the gym, which is which is certainly true, and you can find I a hear a lot what of g- oh, before you go onto the. But gym what part. is your take on you know things
2: like? Uh, compound lips and, 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 and I do things. want to hear what move your body means too. Yeah. So, go uh, ahead.
0: okay,
1: so we're going to start with to, to, move your body. His,
2: Always his. start with me. Yes, okay. Never consider Doctor Drew. At <laughs> <all>. Okay, so <laughs>
1: you want to know what you want.
0: What what is your take? I I I agree with you completely okay. and I do think it's a good take home message that you don't have to have fancy equipment. Yeah. You don't have to have a gym but no we're trainer. We're fan. But if you ha- uh, if you are afforded that luxury and you're not embarrassed to go to the gym, totally. what is your take on things like compound lifts for, for women? Yes,
1: yeah. I am all for anything that you're gonna do to get your body in shape. Mm. But here's the here's the misconception. Like body weight is still tough. So if you think of chin ups, mm. pull ups, push-ups, tricep dips, planks, holding a plank, that stuff is still challenging and it's Very great for your body. What happens with a gym for some people, weights, machines, equipment, is they aren't, they end up doing fake things to try to, to force an exercise. So, take like a bicep curl, for instance, a simple bicep curl. If you're doing it right, you're really using that bicep muscle. If you're doing it wrong, you're swinging and you're really, you're not doing it right. Where if you just start with body weight stuff like a push up, or you really can't cheat it, right. you know, or a plank, you, you, You either can do a plank or you can't. And then can you go for a minute? Can you go for five minutes? So it's really easy to progress and challenge yourself. It gives you a big reality check where if you go to – if you're starting with a gym, you could do things wrong. You could end up hurting yourself, not training fully functional.
0: And it's artificial as you pointed out. I mean you can develop incredible uh, growth in your bicep by doing curls. But if you can't do two chin-ups, then really – what, what have we gotten? I can't tell you how many young high school kids that are talking to me about like, what I, can I do to grow my arms? And I'm like, if you can't, honestly, if you can't do 10 body weight pull-ups as an 18 year old, don't, don't yeah. at all concern yourself with any machines or anything yeah. at, at this point. I mean, there is there's an immediate sense of reality that comes with totally. body weight movements. Yeah. So
1: I'm, a, I'm not against the gym. I'm just a big fan of being able to do body weight movements and being a, being functionally fit. Yeah,
0: that's. I mean, I think that's really, really sound advice. Now, getting yes. to to Dr. Drew's question, if you even remember what well, it was. No,
2: it was about the, the move your body, and you're yeah. sort of yeah. getting at that. With so, so set-ups.
1: a lot of times people will say, "Well, I can't train in five minutes at home or ten minutes at home. is not going to do anything." That's that's the excuse that they say, and I say, "Really? Go hold up go hold a plank for five minutes. Tell me how you do." I mean. Most people cannot hold a plank for five minutes. I cannot hold a plank for five minutes. And imagine what it would do to your abs and your arms and your body if you did every day for five minutes. So so it's not about just putting the clock on five minutes and doing curls. It's about what are you doing with your body in that time. And, yes, you can get in phenomenal shape training an hour a day or more, but you can also get in phenomenal shape training five or ten minutes or 15 minutes a day if you're doing the right exercises. So it's not about time and it's not about space. And when I share that with women, that's that first getting over that hurdle of that excuse because that's the first thing that comes up. I don't have money for a gym. I don't have time. I don't have the know-how. Well, we can start at home with our own body weight.
0: Dr. Drew and I have both been. I, I think it's a, I guess, a gift, also a bit of a burden that we we actually love working out. I mean, we get yeah. a charge out of it, therapeutic. Yeah. <laughs> Most people, it's it's a chore. They have to develop that ability to to get there because they know they should, not because they want to. It's a
2: it's a population that I almost um, feel more sorry for than almost any other, which are people that. Hate working out, right. or there, there are people that feel it's painful like, in a real way. <laughs> and I think, I uh, well, I that. think that's the majority of people.
0: And uh-huh. I, I wonder from from a female perspective. How important is it to have a supportive partner when it comes yeah. to developing that ability to follow through with it even though you totally. want to? It's
1: in, very important to have a support system, whether yeah. it's a partner or a group or family member, whatever. It doesn't matter. But you, you need somebody that believes in you and that helps validate. Because when you're doing th- something alone and you've got all this negative validation of why it's bad, if the majority is saying it's not good or I don't like it either, that's not helpful. So it is important to enlist a group or Somebody that believes in you and what you're doing.
0: I had a professional athlete uh, that I train with uh, who will go unnamed for you. We'll see why. And uh, his wife is – she came into uh, the gym when he was training and she's pretty out of shape. I mean she's a larger woman. And she's out of shape. She's okay. a larger – and when they both left, it was uh, like a conversation. But I've noticed if the alternative were to happen, what, what did you just say? We'd be like, why? What's he doing? Uh, I, I, I'm gonna. I'm not trying extra to. Extra I'm not trying to uh, cover my own ass. But I was not taking part in. It. I was like, yeah. come on, Jesus Christ! I mean,
2: yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: but uh, they were clowning um, her because to him, her husband. No, no, no. He's a. He's, he's a, an Adonis. To one another, and she's kind of out of shape. But the alternative. The alternate happens all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you see women all the time. who are in fantastic shape and they have this big fat ass husband <laughs> uh, or boyfriend and I wonder is there is there something in the female community that's similar to that? I mean, is there if if you uh, a woman mm-hmm. who's really in fantastic shape and looks great, if you were to be with some fat ass, uh I wouldn't would be. Yeah. Would your um, peers would your peers chat it up? Right. <laughs>
1: I, I, that's an
0: interesting question because I, I mean, frankly, I see it all the time. I mean, how yeah. how many times we all have lost count of the times we've seen uh, someone walking through uh, at a ball game or something like this—this this size two woman who shredded—and her husband looks like a, just a man. I mess. know you yeah.
2: don't watch SNL, but they did a great skit <laughs> on this last night. It actually made it into the press this morning on this very issue. Old yeah. older guys doing younger so, women.
1: I I don't know that I can speak into that, but yeah. I can speak into many times having a client that gets in great shape and has a, an issue with their spouse not being in shape and they want to know how to get their spouse in shape. So this does come up a lot. So I don't know the necessarily the other side, but I do know that side. Right. And what I tell them over and over again is you can't change somebody else. You can you can be a certain way and but you can't change another person. They've got to want it for themselves. Right. So in my experience, it doesn't necessarily make a happy couple if one is in fit, one's fit and the other is really out of shape. There's usually something bigger going on that they've got you know, different interests, different, different priorities in health and, and that. So, right. so. If, if
0: that, if there is someone though, if, let's say everyone's starting at one level, but you see one partner is, or is, is falling out of shape. Is there a supportive and healthy way to address that to them without being a gigantic dick?
1: It's about being who you're going to be and showing up that way. So, if, if my husband happened to gain fifty pounds, which I don't know that he would,
0: no, he but doesn't look it, like the type of guy no. it would be
1: a lot of like, let's go walk, let's go jog, let's go hike. It would it would be me showing up and doing things and inviting him along versus me saying, you know, you're lazy, or you know yeah. Yeah, that that doesn't really help. Right. <laughs> so. Um, and you know, and it's also the arrangement you have with, with somebody. I know my husband and I, like we, yeah, we have, do we gain 10 pounds, lose 10 pounds? Sure. But we also have a conversation with each other that we're going to, we're going to help support, you know, inc- like I'm not going to be making him cookies if he's, right. you know, gaining weight and not happy about it.
0: How about, how about though, uh, children? Because uh, by the mm-hmm. way, we're talking to Natalie Jill, nataliejillfitness.com, at Natalie Jill Fit on Instagram, Natalie Jill Fitness on YouTube. What? What do you do about the inevitable problems with having children running around? Because my wife, it's been a a real issue that it was so much easier to adhere to a a healthy diet when there wasn't constantly macaroni and cheese and candy everywhere, you know?
1: Yeah. So a a few things. Um, One, I have a 10-year-old daughter, and although she is absolutely allowed to be a kid and eat Kid food, sure. we do. She does learn about food, and she does learn about health, and we make choices together. So if she's having macaroni and cheese, it's going to be a lot healthier version of a macaroni and cheese than than something that I'm not approving necessarily. Mm-hmm. So we we have real conversations about it, and then it's about you, the mom, the the parent, being really in touch with what your goals are, and I, I call it a driving core motivator, and that's that real reason that you are dedicated to fitness and health, and. Your being, and if you are very clear with that, it makes it really easy to say no because willpower cravings, those are all real, but you have, if you have a true driving core motivator, that's what gets bigger than it. That's like your, I want to have energy and focus to be present for my children. I want to, you know, not get sick. I want to be healthy. When you really are clear with that, it makes it easier to say no to those things.
0: What are your kind of basic? Uh, uh, what's your basic outline for you as far as diet? Yeah, because we've gotten to the fitness aspect. Yes. Of it, so
1: my big rule is unprocessed food. So it's eating natural, unprocessed food most of the time. That means foods that once grew, foods that are simple ingredients that you can devi- define. So you know, fruits, vegetables, proteins, uh, lean meats, uh, nuts, seeds, anything that's in a, a basic ingredient. And I'm a big fan of that. Keeping it simple with unprocessed, natural food. I also talk a lot about and teach a lot about addition versus subtraction. So instead of beating yourself up about all the things you can't have, it's how can you add more of the good into your day? How can you add more water? How can you add more fruits and vegetables? How can you add more of the good and make less room for the bad? So it's, it's about that. But it is about natural, unprocessed foods, not all the rules and weighing and calorie measurement, just about focusing on those real foods. I don't know many people that have gotten obese eating too much fish and broccoli.
0: Right. It's no, just, it's a very It good doesn't point. really happen. And, it, and it's too satiating to want to overeat. You know? Yeah. It's very easy. Like I was looking, thinking about a loaf of bread at a restaurant the other night. Mm-hmm. And just to, I could easily eat an entire loaf. Yeah, and the caloric density of that with the and the lack of nutrition is shocking in comparison yeah. to. I would have a really hard time eating like a pound of of cod,
1: or even <laughs> you know I laugh at the whole like oh look I can't have carrots, there's too much sugar but when I hear that. Like how many people do you – carrots are not the issue? Right. It's it's eating processed food and not moving.
0: I uh, what about meal frequency? Because I I'm a big proponent of of knocking down the amount of the the amount of times we eat, but I don't I know that. That might not be necessarily the best idea for women.
1: So no, I'm a fan of that. I am yeah. not a fan of eating every few hours. Yeah. I, I If you're hungry, fine, eat. But sure. here's the problem. When we're eating, we're secreting insulin and we're not burning fat. So you need to give your body a break. So I, I do not like the stuffing. And that came from bodybuilder days. Like right. If you want to grow muscle, you physically need to eat protein every few hours. You need to to grow muscle because you can't process it all at once. So when you are looking at fat loss and lasting fat loss, you got to shut off that appetite sometimes. So I encourage clients to eat two, three times a day. If you want snacks, great. But I, I am a fan of longer periods of rest and giving your, your body a break.
0: Yeah. Drew and I are both shaking our heads. Yes. It's yes. just so nice yes. to hear that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Damn, well, and, and, and listen, I know that there is a small percentage of the listeners that are Maybe high-level athletes or bodybuilders mm-hmm. or fitness models, and you're eating eight times a day, and you're sitting there going, "I'm shredded." How dare <laughs> she? Th-? And you go, "Yeah, but but that is applicable to someone on the fringes." And yeah. I do think that there's plenty of people and, out there. And I
2: almost always assisted with pharmacology.
0: Mm-hmm. True of, of one True. I mean, but not I mean, listen. Let's. I have a, I have a friend that's a natural athlete. Gets tested, and he's shredded, and he eats eight times a day is that is that something that is applicable to the everyday guy in gal? it's just simply not
1: no and what are you eating i mean yeah if i'm going to literally eat chicken and broccoli every 2 hours yeah. on the dot i will probably be fine i'll stay lean i'll be miserable but i'll probably be lean but if i'm you know not eating that way and i'm eating every few hours i'm just eating a lot of food
0: right right and what where does that you're getting back to the mindset and i love that that you pointed out the reductionist mindset when it comes to dieting can yeah. be so unhealthy. The idea of what can you add in yeah. as opposed to what what am I absolutely not allowed to eat? It's going to be carbs. It's going to be gluten. It's going to be blah, blah, blah. The look at what can I add back in. you know?
1: Yeah, and I, I, I talk about transformation triangle. So in order to lose weight and keep it off, I'm, I'm a firm believer that these three things have to be in place. And if one's not, it's like a tripod. One leg's missing. You, change your state, which is mindset first. Plan your plate, so look at what you can add in, and then you can ultimately work on losing and loving the weight. And I say losing and loving the weight because if you approach it with, I hate my body, I hate everything, we're still in a mindset problem. But if you go into it with, I, I love that I'm getting stronger, I'm working towards getting stronger, not not getting skinnier, I'm working towards improving, and I love that my body's doing this. We're coming from a very different place, and we get success.
0: Yeah. Mm. How do you deal with – and maybe you don't have to deal with it, but I'm under the assumption just because of my presence on social media. And I'm pretty lucky. Actually, people are pretty cool with me. But I can imagine being a very good-looking woman in her 40s with a kid, super good shape, out there giving advice there has to be a lot of negative feedback. You get a lot of hate, a lot of trolls. Not anymore. Really? I,
1: I used yeah. to, um, what I learned, block, block, block. I, <laughs> well, I used to do that. The controller in me likes to block and delete people. Like you don't like me, you're done, <laughs> you yeah. know, but but I've learned, but what I've done, what I've really changed to is I talk to the person I'm talking to. I talk to my audience, I, which is typically female, you know, 35 to 55. That's like my general audience. I'm talking to them. If, I don't worry about am I talking to an 18-year-old boy that approves or a 20-year-old fitness model. I'm not worried about that. So I talk to my audience and I land typically with them and I get really don't get a lot of haters um, I because I'm not – and I'm not a big controversial person. I don't throw Good. crazy stuff out there. I'm just telling the truth.
0: I, I, and uh, you know, I'd love to say that that always is the case because I mean I know I'm looking at my boy Dr. Drew over here. Couldn't be less of a controversial figure, (laughs) but I I look at your Twitter feed and it's like just a horror show. It is a horror show.
2: (laughs) We have to take a little break. Uh, Remind everybody, join our email list. Uh, Is there a special one for Swole Patrol? Just the general email list at dru.com slash contact. We can give you an e-weekly email reminder and link to this show. Also, all the other shows we do there. Uh, Please tell a friend. Subscribe on iTunes. Don't forget to rate us. Uh, Also on Podbean or Google Play. Just on all three, if you want to help us all out. We'll take a little break and uh, back with more after this. Hey, we are very excited to welcome our friends at Bergamot to Swole Patrol. That's a brand that made it a significant impact on me. They make a variety of supplements. They use extract from the bergamot citrus fruit. They act as a natural statin and can improve a number of cardiovascular Parameters, uh, things like high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high blood sugar, insulin resistance, all the metabolic syndrome stuff. Now, the makers also bring you bergamot sport that provides all the same benefits with additional additives designed to help athletes and those with an active lifestyle. Bergamot sport may help improve stamina as well as reduce recovery time as well as muscle inflammation. I've used the product myself i recommended it to patients And Susan uses it My wife Susan You've been using the burger Femme For over a year So what do you think about it?
1: After I reached 45 Things started changing Changes in libido Energy And metabolism What? And no way Then there are hot flashes That you know about right Jim? Yes My doctor prescribed too. Bioidentical pellets Every four months And then I got hot flashes Felt fatigued At the end of my cycle Burgafem fixed all of that for me. I took it for a year and ran out, and the hot flashes came back, and a little weight gain in my waist as well. So I'm taking one tablet a day to keep the libido strong, sleeping better, and I also noticed a loss of abdominal fat, honey.
2: Ooh, you're perfect. (laughs) <laughs> Is that the right response for husbands? So try Bergamet Sport for yourself. Visit bergamet.com for all the products that may be right for you. That's B-E-R-G-A-M-E-T, bergamet.com. Or click the bergamet banner at dr.com And for a limited time, our listeners save an additional 10% on their order by entering the code D-R-D-R-E-W. That's just Dr. Drew at checkout. All one word, D-R-D-R-E-W.
1: To learn more about BergaFem, please visit bergamet.com today. I yep. love it.
2: Yeah, you do. You've been using it right along. It's work.
0: Yeah. Welcome back to the Swole Patrol. Swole Patrol. Uh, Natalie Jill is our guest this evening, afternoon, uh, yeah, whenever you may be listening. NatalieJillFitness.com, at NatalieJillFit on Instagram. She has been named one of the West Coast fitness gurus you need to follow on Instagram, and that is from the Los Angeles Times. Um there's a there's a very strange kind of territory a very you know a territory that 's thin on thin ice when it comes to encouraging people to lose weight mm-hmm. because although ninety nine percent of people would love to there's a lot of people that are perfectly comfortable in their own skin at at a lot of different weights, and also there's this new movement of quote unquote shaming people and i I know without a shadow of a doubt you 're not in this business to shame anyone. Mm-hmm. But do you get do you ever feel like you're crossing into that territory where you're like, Well what am I, what yeah. what can I what can I can't and can't I say that mm-hmm. won't offend people when it comes to wanting them to live a better life?
1: Yeah, no, I don't feel that I get into that category because um typically people come to me mm-hmm. one and it's not always about just the way they want to look. It's the way they want to feel, they right. want energy, they want focus, they wanna be healthy. They're a lot of times, there's a health reason that people want to change. Now, if somebody loves their body and they are a bigger size, then then a more power to them. If they're healthy and they're happy with it, I'm not. I'm going to leave them alone. Right. Um, but typically, that's not my experience. Um, typically, my experience is somebody is struggling and they want to change for a number of reasons, and it's not about getting to a size two either. Sure. I have many women that just want to get healthier. You know, healthier. It doesn't have to be. I want to be tiny. They want to be just. They want to have more energy to play with their kids. They want to have more focus. They're, there's a lot of things that
0: added weight could do to people. And looking appealing, you know, not to sound too, you know, meatheady, but looking appealing to the opposite sex. Most men don't want a size two or a size zero. I mean, that's yeah. a that's a kind of this abstract idea that was created by the fat the fitness industry. Mm-hmm. Um, most men are perfectly happy with a woman who has a little bit more meat on her bones and, the, and is, is more fit as opposed to kind of that yes, runway model. Of,
1: yes, you know? and confidence is the big one I hear. A lot of women, when when we dig down into their driving core motivator, it's a, it really boils down to feeling confident. Mm-hmm. They don't feel confident, and that's their own thing. It, has, it doesn't really even have to do with somebody else. They just want to feel good about themselves.
0: I don't want to expect you to speak for all women, but I know I will speak for most men I know once they get into their middle age. It's hard to feel confident. Yeah, is that a struggle for American women as well? It's a very
1: big struggle for women, especially in their forties. They, they, you know, they start signs of aging. They're losing focus. A lot of things are shifting, so confidence goes away, and that's what they want back. You know, people, I, I, a lot of people find me on social media, and they start their profile pictures of their pet, you know, or plants. <laughs> And as they're progressing, they're changing. They're now in photos again. So confidence is a huge driver.
2: Maybe I'm not understanding what confidence means. What do we mean? Mm
1: -hmm. Confidence means that what happens is a lot of people when you say, why do you want to lose weight when I get to their driving core motivator? It's not because I just want to be skinny. I mean that's what they – They start with, and then it's, well, well, why? Well, I want to feel better about myself. Why do you want to feel better? Well, right now, when I wake up in the morning, I don't even want to get dressed because nothing fits me. Okay, and what does that do? Well, it makes me not want to go out and be social. I start feeling isolated. I'm not being social. I'm not showing up for things. Um, I feel insecure. I want to hide. So that's what I mean by confident. The opposite of insecure. Yes, they they become extremely introverted, even though by nature, maybe they don't want to be introverted.
0: Yeah, I get that. Is there kind of like... Is there a a place to start with the person right now who I'm assuming isn't necessarily fully educated? It, it's very easy for all three of us sitting mm-hmm. here because we're probably geeky about nutrition, about fitness, but for the average person out there who has a hard time even discer- discerning between a carb and a and yeah, a carb and a protein. protein where's the best place in your eyes if you were to talk to a client to get started?
1: So it it's first figuring out, deciding. I, number one thing is you have to decide that you're ready to make a change. Like okay. I'm not happy where I am. I'm deciding, I'm declaring that I'm ready to move forward and change this. That's number one, because if you don't do that, nothing else shifts. And then being open to learning. And then starting really basic. Um, the basic things I would say is like, let's start with eating real food. Like, let's just start with that. Don't worry about combining things or how many, just can you eat real food? Meaning, is it, protein fat carb and i teach that so like can we eat more vegetables can we eat more healthy fruits can we eat more lean proteins chicken fish can we eat nuts and seeds so starting as basic as that teaching them to read a label and if there's 20 ingredients you can't pronounce it's ideal it's not an ideal food right starting there can we add in more water can we add in more movement so it's starting really simple because what happens is information overload is a big problem because they think they, I have to learn all this stuff, and then it's what do I start with? What diet? Right. What exercise? And it gets really overwhelming. So it's really starting with those basic steps.
0: It, it is a major problem nowadays with the internet, which is such a gift, but at the same time, such a tremendous burden because there's so much information out there, and there's no there's no real overall editor of the internet to no. make the good information stay and the bad. Well,
2: no, not, go not only that, the one thing I, you and I have talked about a little bit, but that I've noticed that seems to be. One of the bigger disconnects is that everyone is different in so many ways in terms of their physiology, their physiognomy, their appetite experiences, their drive systems, their motivational systems, their emotional systems, that you have to find something that works optimally for you. Right. Right? Uh, Yes. Or at least reasonably for you because it's like over the years I've been with trainers and stuff Mm -hmm. and they're always pounding me to do stuff never work and I just I recently had a whole genetic profile done it showed exactly why so I went back to the way I like to work out it's like Okay, I just doubled down on what yeah. I do naturally. I get way more out of it, so, way more out of it.
1: So I keep things extremely simple for people, like oversimplify it, and people are always amazed that it worked. It's like, well, cause, because it, we're, all these trainers, everybody's overcomplicating it. It's not that challenging. Like, yes, there's a one-off issue with somebody and their thyroid or their metabolism. I get all that. I'm not dismissing that. But for the most part, we're really overcomplicating it. Mm-hmm. It's eat real, natural, unprocessed foods, move your body more, stay hydrated, get your mind right. It's, it's simple. Yeah, It's simple. There's always an exception, but for the most part, it's simple. And what we've done is with all the marketing and the methods, we've really confused people and we've convinced everybody that they have an issue.
0: Right. And they've com- we've convinced everybody that they have to put as much detail into it as an a-, a pro athlete or a bodybuilder yeah. when in actuality – It's much more broad strokes for the average man and woman, you know?
1: Yes. Like sometimes people will write on my social media, oh, you must work out, you know, 20 hours a day and Uh eat nothing. I'm like, no, I look, I eat Reese's Pieces every now and then I do it. (laughs) I don't work out every single day. I, but 95% of the time I am eating an unprocessed natural food diet and moving my body and doing the right exercises.
0: How have you had to alter things, uh, being 46? I mean, I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah.
1: So as I get older, it's one, I'm really battling the mindset because I want to say I'm I'm getting older it's harder and as soon as i accept that then i have an issue sure.
2: but it is harder
1: well yes and no it can't if you, it, if you say so difficult. if you say so but oh. there's always an example of somebody so i don't even let that enter my head well, it's, because, drew,
2: it's different for
0: drew he's 74 years old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing so you i could know maybe that yes it is however as soon as i accept that that i'm I'm settling and I'm not going for it. So I find examples of others my age or older doing it and I stay in that zone and I make it possible. And yes, have I changed some things? Like Yes, I've backed away from more dairy and more grains. Like I've tweaked things and I find it easier when I do that, Uh, but it really still stays with the unprocessed natural foods, moving my body more and progressing. Progression is a big thing. A lot of times we say, what oh, worked for me twenty years ago isn't working now. Mm. It's not that those exercises aren't working; as we stop progressing. It's right. just easier now. Well,
0: and that I, I'm glad you touched on that. That was going to be my next question. Is yes, you're very right, and I'm glad you're saying these things. Are it's very simple and it's broad strokes. Move more, mm-hmm. eat real foods, things that were once growing or walking yeah. around. Yeah. Um, but as you get farther along in your journey you can start getting a little bit more detail-oriented. Yes. So so
1: my rules with working out are progression and intensity. So those are my two rules. So you have to continue to progress in order to change your body. Otherwise, it just... Everything gets easy. It's like if you think of picking up a piece of paper off the ground, the amount of force it would take, or if you try to pick up a 50-pound weight, how you would would do that. That's a progression. Like how do you, you have to constantly be challenging yourself and progressing? And then intensity doesn't mean you're going all out like an Olympic sprinter, but it's what's intense for you. And there's a lot of ways to cheat your workout, but are you being intense and intentional with your movements and challenging yourself every time? And when you're doing that, you continue to progress and you continue to get stronger.
0: Yeah. All right drew anything else you
2: no i mean i'm just I, I i'm just optimistic the women are turning to you which i like I like, you know what i mean i like <laughs> yeah. that you've got solutions for them that they can respond to and that people yes. are, are motivated to make a change and, and that they can find that under your influence they can
1: yes and what where what i do have going for me is that i am 46 and i did have a baby so they like that because then i took it's yeah. like okay that's my excuse and now you're doing it so let's if you're doing it, let me work with you. And I don't beat people up. I don't. I don't go to them and make them feel like a failure because I don't believe they're a failure. Yeah. I think they've just been misled. So it's about really working with them and helping them see that there's a positive way and a simple way to do this, and then they're they're open to it. It is very hard when a lot of amazing fitness icons are in their 20s. Because- Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I can't. T- I mean, you know, and not, this girl meant well, and she was. Right in her advice, we were at the gym together, my wife and I. My wife's 41 and has a 4-year-old child and is a working mother and has a life of her own. And this girl who's 19 and, you know, like some just impossibly shredded CrossFit mm-hmm. chick is talking to my wife about fitness. And I could see the the gears of my wife's mind saying, shut up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, but, but it's just I, I think you're very correct yeah. that there's a lot of women 35 to 50-whatever to that probably see a lot of comfort in someone like you who's yes. speaking their language and is not trying to, uh, trying to and, espouse something and, that and, is just unattainable. for And, someone and also not in their make
2: position. it uh, overwhelming to make changes. It's incremental. Yes, because I could
1: yeah. look. I can. I. I have another book coming out, and I could easily come up with some unique marketing mechanism of how it's difficult and challenging. But I, I don't. I'm, I don't feel truthful. Yeah. You right. know, I'm just simplifying it
0: jill natalie jill fitness.com is where you can go to get all the information that uh of anything that natalie jill is talking about on instagram she is at natalie jill fit and on youtube your youtube channel is where it's really on and popping natalie jill fitness right there we have to take a real quick break but don't go anywhere more swole stuff coming
2: well we're so pleased to have hydrolite back hydrolite is something that We and my family use just about every day, and it is simply the best oral rehydration product I have ever seen. And there are many reasons you should keep some around. I got the flu. I relied on Hydrolyte because I knew it would rehydrate me the way an IV fluid would. We all have heard about the flus and the diarrheas, and they all knock you out. Staying well hydrated is critical to getting over these conditions. Even if you manage to avoid getting infected, your schedule is half as busy as mine. Getting eight glasses of water a day is isn't likely to happen. And you don't need it if you've got the proper hydration product, Hydrolyte. That is the beauty. Whether you're sick or not, you can absolutely benefit from proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water. Hydrolyte does this better than a sports drink or water alone. That's right, better. It comes in great flavors like orange, berry, lemonade. It's available in a pre-mixed powder. Oh, my personal preference is little effervescent tablets you can simply drop in a bottle of water or a glass of water, and you're done. You got it, and you are rehydrated. And compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four the electrolytes with 75% less sugar I know don't buy into the hype of the brands use Hydrolyte; it's a better product I'm telling you I had intended to invent it they got there first so I'm all behind them Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages and each bottle or package includes easy to follow dosing instructions order Hydrolyte today at hydrolite.com drdrew that is hydrolite.com slash drdrew and for a limited time our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolyte we actually buy in bulk in our family. So, we're going to click through. Believe me, just click the banner on my site and use the code DrDrew18 that is D R D R E W 18. Hey, we're back and I had a bunch of questions for Natalie. Can't do that. Yeah, go ahead, Drew. All right, thanks. Um, I'll allow that. Tell tell your story about how you got to this work.
1: Gosh. Okay. Well, I 10 years ago when I had my daughter um I found myself in a really bad spot. Um I don't know if you remember it was when the housing market crashed, the stock market crashed. I happened to be that was a
0: delight of the uh, time. Great time, 2008 right? Two thousand eight was just yep, a delight. Yep.
1: So I was I was working in corporate America um Do doing dental implant sales. Very exciting, right? I was a Very sales exciting. director for wow. dental implants.
0: Probably good business though. I it imagine. was.
1: I, I made a great living. Um I enjoyed it. I traveled full time. But what happened was I found myself pregnant with a lot of weight gain and, um, really bad spot. I was going through a divorce, uh, was pregnant, no, realizing I was going to be going through a divorce, feeling very alone, um, for the first time in my life, being really backwards financially, um, bought my house, the housing market had crashed. I all of a sudden was upside down, ba- totally upside down. And I remember the day so clearly I was walking my two dogs and my daughter. Um, She, right after I had her and I caught a glimpse of myself in a mirror reflection and I remember looking and going, I don't even recognize what I'm looking at.
2: I I cannot tell you how many people have moments of change looking in a mirror like that. Yeah. Drug addicts do that all the time. Obese people do it all the time. And I, I, I've tried to figure out, usually there was something happening for the day, couple of days leading up yeah. to that moment when you're able to see yourself as you are. Yeah.
1: I. And it was like, I. it was just this reality check. Like, what is this? Well, but
2: how did you, how did it, what, what was else going on before that, that led to that moment of insight? What
1: else was going on before like, like that was I, before. I realized that I looked like I had this fake life all of a sudden where, where everyone thinks I'm happy that I'm, looks were, you, like- were
2: you talking to somebody about it?
1: Um, I was not talking to anybody about it, but I did go to the gas station and for the first time in my life, I put my credit card in and it was declined. Ooh. And I remember calling American Express saying, why is my credit card declined? And they said, well, Natalie, you're $1.4 million in debt. And my, yeah, my jaw dropped. So, and it was from the housing market and not being able to pay my mortgage. And my my <laughs> life literally was crumbling. Here I was this self-righteous person who had right. this great job and was always responsible and I'm being told you're 1.4 million dollars in debt, you're going through a divorce, you are a single mom, you're overweight. I was miserable and I and I wasn't talking to anybody about it. I was
2: Let me let me I don't want to lead the jury, but I I when I whenever I've uh, or the witness rather, whenever I have uh, seen people these moments of change, usually they had some sort of a something with a, with a kind of a person that they normally wouldn't spend time with. Like they hmm. see themselves through a new pair of glasses, those that other person's view of them. I, it's hard for me to believe it would yeah. be the American Express yeah. <laughs> operator, but maybe that was it. Uh, yeah,
1: well, I think I felt like a failure, you know. But, but
2: I, usually, it's because somebody else sees you. Well, it was
1: right? probably it honestly probably was the American Express yeah, person. because here I am, this responsible person, yeah. and you're telling me I'm you're canceling my card because I'm in debt. That was new to me. I'd never heard, I was the one that judged everyone in debt before. Okay. I didn't.
0: So you you saw somebody saw too. you. I mean, yeah. I that's something that happens to a college kid. Mm-hmm. The credit card company. Yeah. talking shit. <laughs> honestly,
2: that's what happens to you. Not a thirty-five-year-old. have you. Yeah. Did you spend any time with her on the phone?
1: I argued with her. I wanted to be right, you know. And, and how did she convince you it, you were not right? I mean, just by saying that, you know, you're $1.4 million of debt. And I, I just remember feeling <gasps> so down. And then that walks My in myself. My heart gets a beat every time you
2: say yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> then you start up. But usually when people really see themselves as they are, if yeah. they're not where they want to be, that the motivation yeah. just kicks in for change.
1: Well, so the kick in for change came, yes, that conversation, I'm sure helped it, but seeing myself like that was just a huge reality. It's usually a
2: visual thing, strangely enough. I don't know why. And
1: I went home and the first thing I did was I made that vision board. And I remember thinking, I don't even remember what it feels like to be fit. So I need to create something that I can look at. And I made this vision board and at the time it was ridiculous. I remember putting fitness girls, I wasn't doing anything fitness at the time. (laughs) I put all these things up on this board and I just thought if I stare at it and I act like I'm the person in there every day, it's got to shift. That's what I told myself. If I just look at these fit women, it's got to shift
0: and and more though than just the body mm-hmm. it seemed like your lifestyle
1: my did. life was a mess at the time so I put like a happy couple on there I put all this happy stuff on there I put a beach I put a golf course view I put all this stuff that would make me happy and I knew it was more than just staring at it and having it be osmosis and happen I knew I had to take action but if I could look at this vision board and try to act like the person in it I knew it was going to start
2: happening so like and a it did motivation board or something yeah it, yeah. it is like a motivation
1: yeah. board and over time it really it did that, that's what started it and yeah. then I started digging in researching nutrition researching fitness I would do the stuff at home home and my body started shifting and then i started just putting ridiculous goals out there and i was accountable to them to people on facebook or whatever at the time i had my uh-huh. 100 h- high school fri- facebook friends and i would say i'm gonna lose weight i'm getting in shape this is what i'm eating today but I this was-
2: doesn't surprise me so another piece is being accountable to somebody else right you know I- yeah. i'm gonna do this what does know- this remind you of dr drew does it remind me of something? Yeah, <laughs>
0: taking personal inventory, making yourself accountable. Oh, yeah. No, it's very you much
2: know. like recovery. Yeah, yeah. that All that yeah. stuff is – is that's how people change. Right? Yes. That's just the nature of change. Just addicts have a huge change they have to undertake that's yeah. very difficult.
1: And then you make declarations, right? So I said – I started getting in shape and I said, you know what? I'm going to be a fitness model, which is really random. You know, I'm gonna And my, my friends laughed at me like, what do you mean? You're, I, now approaching 39 at the time, they're like, what do you mean you're going yeah. <laughs> yeah. to be a fitness
2: model? That's a great at 39. Yeah. But to be fair, you're like – you're that – Kind of person, right? You're a perfectionistic and a high achiever and you can do stuff and have a lifetime of doing that kind of thing. What if somebody doesn't have that?
1: Yeah, well, it's about putting yourself out there and declaring it because once you declare it, you know, you're kind of stuck. So I scare myself all the time with declarations. You know, I did, I declared that I was going to be on the cover of a magazine and my friends laughed at me. And I've since now been on, I believe, I've been on 12 magazine covers and I'm 46 now. So it didn't even start till after 39. So I, but I declared it. So it's about declaring something publicly, and maybe it feels really embarrassing when you do it. But once you declare it, you're not going backwards.
2: I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rougher yeah. than getting it done. Yeah.
0: What, did you encounter any – I mean because this sounds amazing and it sounds fantastic mm-hmm. and you deserve all the credit in the world. During that time, after that vision board was made, after these declarations were made mm-hmm. – Was there the moments, though, where you're like, this is stupid? Of course. And I still have those. I still have
1: those. How do you
2: get through the down moments?
1: Yeah, I have them all the time. I mean, I I have them – this morning I had one. You you get – down moments are, are common. It's how fast can you shift out of them? And do you have the support to help you shift out of them? And it's learning that. And like, fortunately, I have a good relationship with my husband and he recognizes my down times and knows when I'm in them and he knows... He's buff
0: too. That helps. Yeah.
1: But he he lets me be in my down moment. And then it's sort of like, well, how long are you going to have your pity party? And yeah. what are you going to do about it? So it's, you're allowed to have your pity party and feel down. And then it's, what are you going to do about it? And are you going to shift out of it? Because right. you can enroll everybody in why your life sucks and why nothing's working for you. Or you... You can have your moment, and then you can start working on making it work.
2: I wonder if you should do s- motivational stuff also separately.
1: Well, that's interesting. That's pretty much what I do. That's what I why know, was, I know, but I wonder yeah. if you should
2: put that together in a formal net frame.
1: Yeah. I. Well, yeah. so it's funny because people come to me for fitness and nutrition, and yeah. they think they're just getting workouts and nutrition, but they end up getting a lot of this. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And that's why my programs work, to be yeah. honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I get that. I we,
0: think when your overall ethos is excuses or solutions, you decide. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of, you know, you're starting to get in that territory, right? Like yeah. there's more to just, more than just calories. It's and fitness,
1: always more. Yeah. And in fact, when people do my programs, the next thing that happens is we get into personal development because it does not oh, last okay. or well. stick unless you do that part. Because yeah. I can, I can watch you do your diet and your nutrition all the day long, but what happens when I'm not there yeah. and what happens? You're not in my group. So to make things stick, you have to get into that.
2: Do have- what does personal development mean?
1: Personal development means learning what is causing you to be the way you are in the first place. So, so what led me to get out of shape and get unhealthy?
2: So, is it attend to your interpersonal health, your emotional health? Your it's emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: really is. It's a lot of emotional intelligence. And
2: we there's you know sixty million people what, addicted or 80 million, 180 million with mental health issues. Do you run into those sorts of problems? Or-
1: Yes. Now, if somebody has a legit mental health issue, I I can't. I don't go there e- eating disorders because I don't feel I'm qualified for that. So I want them to get that outside support then, and help does first. Does anybody
2: get treatments so Let's say eating disorders, for instance, you get treatment and work with you? I
1: want them to get treatment first, first, because I do, I don't want to step on something I'm not trained in or comfortable with. So so I want I want somebody that's really in the right mindset to work with me because we do go deep, and um, I want to make sure they're in the right. State of mind for that.
0: Do you ever um, have to deal with an excuse head on? I mean, I'm sure a lot of people. Some All the people. Time. Some people. I, I, what do you, you know, mean? But, do you well, well you? some people. You, you, they'll give you an excuse, and you know, you'll shoot it down, and they go, "Yeah, nope. you're nope. right." You're I love right. this question. But then there's people that are married to their excuse. Yeah, I love
1: this question, and I have the perfect answer for that. I say, "Do you want me to validate your excuse? Because I will, but nothing's going to change." Or. We can work on a solution out of it because I, me validating your excuse is going to do absolutely nothing for you right. except for validate your excuse. Right. So we all, every one of us has excuses. We can, we can completely be enrolled in our excuses all I'm the time. Just big boned. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm gonna tell you. So I, I'm happy to, and I believe me, I hear some massive reasons to have excuses, but again, as a coach, I am not doing you a favor by validating your excuse. So it's not that I'm going to tell you to go stuff it that you're wrong, but let's find a solution and a workaround.
0: And you, I, I would imagine you have a lot more success working around those excuses because you walk it like you talk it.
1: Yes, but me just saying I do it so you can too doesn't really work. But it's it's but having it that conversation, <laughs> but having that conversation about. Do you want me to validate that? And and some people don't want to work with me for that reason, and that's fine
2: because right. I'm not going to validate. It's how she motivates. It's not just just explain or do what I've done or here's what sure. you, there's a motivational. I'm, like, I'm sure what it is. I'm trying to.
0: Yeah, back. but it seems like Natalie got what I was saying. I don't know if you do you understand what I'm saying. Like Drew, some people are absolutely tethered to certain excuses. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and it's hard to
1: because they, and they want to stay stuck in that, and yeah. that's fine. And that's fine if that's their choices. But if they want to shift out of that, then they get to look at that. So in other
2: words, I, I, hear her saying she might let you have that excuse as long as you work out of yeah. it. Yeah. You can hold on to it, but we don't have to work with it or around it or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. And most excuses are self-imposed stops, which is a self-imposed stop is when you're telling yourself something and you believe it. So you can't go past it. Like, this I'm old, so this isn't going to happen, or I'm injured, or whatever. And then you just never can get past it. And those self-imposed stops come up all the time. But it's recognizing them and knowing, okay, it's a self-imposed stop. Let me – I got to get out of this. Yeah.
2: All right. We're taking a little break. I think we can wrap, honestly. All right. I, I,
0: I can't think of any more amazing things to talk about. Okay. You're a very <laughs> impressive woman, Natalie. Honestly. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you. NatalieJillFitness.com. Instagram is nataliejillfit And the YouTube channel, again, Natalie, Jill, Fitness, uh, a real pleasure talking to you. Thank Thank you you. so much for doing this. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Hey,
0: everybody. It is the Swole Patrol podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Catherwood. And Dr. Drew is at Dr. Drew, of course. Join the email list today. Send your questions at drdrew.com slash contact. And put Swole at the top of the email so we can get your comments. And this will get you a weekly email reminder with a link to this show and all the great shows that Dr. Drew and I do and all the shows that Dr. Drew does by himself and, of course, with Adam Carolla, the great ace man. Please tell a friend and subscribe on iTunes. Don't forget to rate us five stars. And on Podbean or Google Play, all three help us out. We also are on YouTube slash Dr. Drew and I uh, hope you can give us all your comments, even if they're, if you're a troll and you want to destroy our feelings and our emotions. Support our sponsors and the show. Click on the banners on drdrew.com for the links to, uh, to products. For special discounts for the products Dr. Drew and I endorse 100%. Send questions and comments to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Swole Patrol Podcast, or on Twitter at Swole Patrol Pod. Also, browse drdrew.com for the This Life Podcast that I co-host on occasion. And all the other shows available, like uh, Adam and Dr. Drew and the this live podcast. A lot of great stuff. Um, don't forget to check me out on uh, K Rock in the mornings on the Kevin and Bean show. And uh, be good, be swole. Hashtag swole patrol.